This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. All right, coming up on 108, DGS on KMOX, uh, minus the, the DG part, Dave, out till the new year. We'll all be back together on January 2nd, and for the next week or so, it's going to be weird. Uh, this is the last time that the group of us, all of us in here, me, Rach, Andrew, Amy, Ron, this first time, the last time we'll all be in the same room until January 2nd. So mm-hmm. I guess enjoy it while it lasts for the next hour. <laughs> hey, guys. Hi, hey. Ronch. Hey, man. That's a nice watch. I like that. Oh, thanks. That's you... what you said in the restroom, too. Hmm. Uh, no. <sighs> We're at the urinals. You said, hey, man, nice watch. Come on, guys. I, what am I, I missing? Know what it means. I feel like I'm missing something. Andrew, do you get it? No. Me too. Uh, you, thanks. I get it, Chris. Yeah. Thanks so much, Rachel. How is Rachel the only person that got that joke? <laughs> She's not. Come on. You've said this before. No, I didn't. Yeah, you have. No. <laughs> <laughs> this is fresh material. Yeah, I mean, let's hey. be honest here. Look, look. Thanks, Rachel. The last day of work before long breaks is just not really work. Right. For anybody, right? really. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Well, like unless, whole, you're, unless like, you're in a hospital. Yeah. 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 People right, who actually right. have to work, no, it's like, definitely like the, work. the real, like, you know, police officers, firefighters, doctors, <laughs> nurses, the important people. Can you imagine being a, a doctor surgeon. or a nurse like, ah, I'm off tomorrow. It's <laughs> 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 yeah. yeah. a back surgery, but I'm off tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. I'm My out. head's not in it today, guys. Sorry. <laughs> they'll, be, they'll be fine. Don't worry about it. Nothing to see here. Yeah. Yeah, but it is, it's, I mean, it's senioritis. You just get that vibe because I mean, like I can't, uh, there are so many people not working like the, oh, yeah. the stores are super crowded. Everything you're going to have been off for like two days already. Yeah. What's with that? I don't know because they like no need to get coffee at five 30 in the morning. Let's get it at eight in the morning. And yeah, because at no a normal working. time. Yeah. And I'm like, well, I can't do eight in the morning. <laughs> Can't do that. That's far too late. I'm working. Amy coffee to- at eight in the morning. I'll never sleep. <laughs> Amy today just learned what senioritis is. What? I thought happened. it was like senior moment. Yeah. Oh no. It's yeah. I forgot like she that. didn't. I, I I felt bad. I got kind of mad at her because we were in the <laughs> office, and I was like, uh, guys, I got some senioritis pretty bad today. And Amy goes, Oh my gosh, what is what is that? She's like, and I was like, Oh, I forgot you didn't go to school. <laughs> you got to go to school to know learning. what it is. <laughs> Wait, yeah. when you were uh, in like high school, did mm-hmm. you say to people, "I'm a junior"? Well, what do yeah. you say? Well, that's actually. A funny question, because when you homeschool, too, you can cater the work. So sometimes you'll do two grade levels above what you are you should be doing. Maybe if you struggle in a subject, you can do a, a grade level below. But we were always doing, like I was always doing multiple grade levels, like in reading, right? You do it above. And again, every, every homeschooler does this, and the mom will say before they go out, all right, everybody, 
you're in second grade, <laughs> you're in seventh grade. Once you're in high school, it's easy. But for younger kids, you really cater the work to their ability. So if they can keep moving ahead, you hmm. move them on ahead. Are yep. you beholden to years? Like, are you expected to do 12 years of schooling no matter no. how much can be no. fit into one time or whatever? Mm-mm. I had uh, several friends who graduated at 16. Hmm. Um, one girl graduated at 14, but that's an issue because you're just emotionally not ready. A 14-year-old has nothing in common with an 18-year-old in college. Mm-hmm. So I think she started to go to college and then they're like, yeah, this is not going to work. We're going to wait till you mature a little bit. So a lot of people graduated 16, 17. I was traditional. I mean, I was 18. We, we did the, you know, the 12 years. And Do you have tutors or is it just... A- everybody does it differently. We didn't have tutors. So um, what if... Okay. But you can get a tutor. So um, when I homeschooled um, a kid before I had this job... Uh, his junior and senior year, I was with him every day, helped homeschool or homeschooled him. And because he was a junior and senior in high school and he was doing calculus, I mean, I can ask questions, but I can't teach calculus. So I brought in a tutor uh, once or twice a week for calculus. And then I also taught AP literature, honors writing in this little homeschool co-op. So if you're homeschooling and you want to get credits for like honors classes, you could say, okay, I'm homeschooling at home, but I'm going to meet with these other homeschoolers. We met at a church, would, you know, open up a base, you know, it's a classrooms or sanctuary. And we would, I would teach there. So that way homeschool kids could get their credits. So everybody does it differently. You can be completely at home. You can take some classes in a co-op. I, I've never met a homeschool family that does it exactly like someone else. It's just very tailored. But there's apparently no senioritis. No senioritis. <laughs> no senioritis. <laughs> How yeah. long did that last for you guys, like in high school? Like, like when, and when for me, it was like a month and a half, almost two months, because the two way months our, to go or two months. Oh, it was like it, but two months to go. Like when, yeah. once we got to like April, we were all basically like we're done. Yeah, I mean, other than it, taking whatever, you know, your final exams, AP exams, like you're, you're just you're mentally you're just like not even worried about it. You're like, done, you know, most everything's set. You're going to college. Your GPA is not going to change much based on a month and a half as long as you just pass your finals. And if you're taking AP exams, well, yeah, you got to do well on those to get the college credits. But the reality is the learning part's done. I know in some schools, I don't know if this was just certain private schools or public schools, the last semester for some seniors was very service oriented, kind of for the oh. same point that you mentioned yeah. that you, you're do, you're learning, but your GPA is not going to change. So some in-school hours would be getting volunteering experience or work experience. I know some people who did that. I don't remember what I did. <laughs> no, I don't remember any of it. I know this. My senior year in college was a joke. Like I had college. Yeah, I had nothing like nothing. My second I had. 12 credits my last semester of college. One of them was a golf class. Like, I was literally playing golf. Because I I got hosed a little bit by my school because I needed one class to be in the fall of my senior year, and I would have graduated a semester early. So I only needed the one class. But to maintain full student, I had to take 12 credits. So I had, like, I had a weightlifting class. I had golf. And I can't remember what the other one was. I think it was another French class. But then there was my main broadcasting one. So I mean, like I lit- that whole semester, I was just like, well, I'm done, dude. I took a walking class. <laughs> what walking in college? Class? Oh, yeah, PE. You know, you had gym class. Wait, in college? In college? No, no. Oh, I thought we were talking high school. No, still. no, like college. Oh, okay. I was talking college. But in high school, right. I took walking. We, we we just spent the hour walking. <laughs> oh, that's it. Yeah, that sounds yeah. awesome. So that like, was it. Is that is that what that is? Because I see that at the high school that's near me. 
my daughter's high school, and then you'll just see kids just walking around that the track. Is. So I so that's that's I PE. see that on the sidewalks. I'll see all these kids walking on the sidewalks near where I live, and I'm like, well, this is obviously a high school, and they're walking. <laughs> they're not yeah. running. It's not like cross country. I mean, they're just, just walking. walking. Yeah, hmm. I don't know. That seems kind of boring. Oh no, uh, walking. Well, no, it's great. You school, don't have to change right? out of your street clothes. You, you can don't just get walk. Too sweaty. I see. Yeah, yeah. 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 I can. Great. I guess I can get the advantage. I mean. I'm just I'm a spaz sports dude. I'm like, let's go play basketball. Did you uh, did you guys have to like when I was in school, I was terrified going into junior high because, you know, you see shows and movies and like the kids are you have to go shower. Right. Like, with use the, the older, community shower. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, I did not want to do that at all. And we didn't. Nobody did. Not in ju- in our, I went or to high a, school. No, junior high. My junior high was still attached to the elementary school and we hadn't we didn't have a gym. We didn't have anything. We had a because it, it was a little Catholic school. We yeah. had twenty kids in our class, and that was about the normal size class for every age. So I mean, you you basically just had a couple hundred <laughs> kids, and our gym was our gym okay. was the community like cafeteria area at the church. Like okay. that's it. That's all we had. We but had they, nothing like that. There's nowhere that makes but in high, high school, school we kids had, do that. No, in high school we had to. So. You did? Yeah. If you we did gym class, if you didn't shower, they were gonna kick we your ass. We did. We did not. Yeah. Nobody did. I mean, nobody stood there and like checked off whether or not like Dave tells that story where when he was in high school there was a gym teacher down there making sure you did it and they would check your name off the list I bet that wasn't part of his we, job description we he just enjoyed uh, the work <laughs> we didn't do that but if you came out smelly and sweaty they would keep they would get kicked out really? of class and yeah, you'd have to we, go shower yeah. we did not nobody enforced that with us yeah Andrew do you have that uh no I never had to take uh PE in high school what yeah Really? Yeah, they said I was too cool and uh, okay. fit and muscular. <laughs> they said there's so no they point. Said, there's nothing there's no we point. can teach this. So we said, can't teach him. He's already uh, he's already a martial arts master on top of everything they else. They said you don't have to do PE, and you said, well, I guess I'm going to KFC. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well. Uh, <laughs> Ouch. Ouch. I'll get you back, oh, I'll get you oh, back yeah. for that one. Don't worry. Oh, yeah. um, you go to KFC every day, and now I'm supposed to be mm-hmm, the well, jerk. No, downstairs. You're not allowed to say it out loud. Oh, we talk about it all the time in here. No, not. I got in trouble for bringing it up. The KFC. I said, "Oh, you guys go to oh, KFC." Oh, Rachel got mad at you. That's right. I, it's it would be one thing if if Amy had ever been to KFC once in her life. Yeah, That's all I I'm saying. The the point is, I <laughs> don't like either. That's why it feels either. like a direct attack. Yeah, I was gonna say Amy's pretty violent about that. The point she is, really is. She's low key violent. I don't much care for either of you. Uh, anyway, I was in band, so I didn't have to do. Uh, oh, okay. PE. Well, yeah. We did more, you got more exercise in band than you did in PE anyway. Oh my gosh, here we go. Because you did uh, marching band. Shut your mouth. Do not. It's aggressive about how physical it is. It is. It's extremely physical. (laughs) You ever seen a trombone? (laughs) (laughs) You got the arms, the legs. How about a sousaphone? Those things are heavy. You don't even know how to play a sousaphone. Of course not. That's what Andrew played, right? What do you mean? Why would he know how to do it? Why are you coming after him for that? Yeah. Uh, I played the euphonium. Oh, sorry. The What? what? The euphonium. (laughs) <laughs> what is that? You got to be is really happy you... to play it. Oh, suddenly Amy doesn't know is that everything. Where you, uh, <laughs> is that where you like call people? What? Nothing is a bad joke. Use a phone. It's, it was a state of use a phone. You play the phone. I am so happy what right is now happening? playing this. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm gonna turn my mic. Amy is so happy. I don't know. So I gave an I gave an honest answer about what I played, and everybody was like, "Nerd, fake loser." <laughs> That's not even a real instrument. No, I mean, honestly, God, I don't think I've ever heard of it. Well, look it up. I uh, am. Is it a PH or an F? Uh, PH. Okay. That's what Amy got my joke. 
And Rachel got my first. It's joke. not. Well, I got Andy your got joke. It wasn't one. funny. It was oh, no. pretty funny. It was pretty good. I would just call. Why? That a... Because it has what four letters in common with uh, between the two words. Between? Amy, Amy loves it because she could make it a pun. She I didn't, didn't hear the joke. Yeah. What was it? He said, "Do you have to be happy to play it?" As <laughs> and I said, "It is state euphoria. of euphoria." <laughs> oh, okay. Amy's so proud of that one. She's like. Patting herself on the back. Oh boy, you guys really have checked out already. So what's the difference between yeah. this and like a trumpet? That's correct. Uh, not a trumpet. Uh, uh, <laughs> the other curly one. French horn. Curly yeah. one. French yeah. horn. Oh, completely different. Okay. <laughs> no, they make different. I mean, just like any instrument. That's like saying, what's the difference between that and a clarinet? The they make different noises. The first. The, the first here, listen, let's play, let's play this game. So I Googled it and I put it up there. And the first thing that comes up is the Wikipedia entry. And there's a few photos. And then there's that section on Google where it says, people also ask, uh, is euphonium a baby tuba? Kind and of. is it? Is uh, it? Kind of. It's yeah. a baby tuba. Okay, cool. I can get. Can you I, mimic the, the difference, sound? Uh, it's like. What made you decide on the euphonium? Um, I didn't really care that much for trumpet, which is what I was doing uh, initially, okay. and I didn't much care for any of the woodwinds. So we had need of euphoniums mm-hmm. because they're sort of an in between, right? So you've got the treble clef and you've got the bass clef. Treble clef is usually your sort of mid range and higher instruments. And then bass clef uh, is for bass instruments like tuba, baritone sax. Uh, I think oboe might do, uh, or bassoon I rather. Got two oboes. Bassoon would do, um, no. anyway, bassoon <laughs> I thought does bass clef as well. Uh, euphonium is interesting because you can actually do either. You can read in the bass clef or the treble clef. <laughs> it straddles the line between those two. Okay. Well, people also ask, what do you call a euphonium player? Euphonist? Euphoniumist? Right. Euphoniumist or euphonist? Okay. I love that Kevin's like, you're right. <laughs> that thing you are, you know what it is. Well, he had a look at first well, like he wasn't sure. Wow. You had a look like you weren't sure. Believe me, no one ever referred to me as a euphonist. <laughs> <laughs> ask, a, ask a brain doctor. Do we have any? You know what you do? <laughs> right. Neurologist? <laughs> yes, that's right. Good job, buddy. Do we have any euphonium <laughs> that, we go, that we can go to break with? Uh, not in the next 10 seconds. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest.
108 DGS on KMOX uh, minus the, the DG part, Dave, out till the new year. We'll all be back together on January 2nd, and for the next week or so, it's going to be weird. Uh, this is the last time that the group of us, all of us in here, me, Rage, Andrew, Amy, Ron, this first time, the last time we'll all be in the same room until January 2nd. So mm-hmm. I guess enjoy it while it lasts for the next hour. <laughs> hey, guys. Hi, Ranch. Hey. hey, man. That's a nice watch. I like that. Oh, thanks. That's what you said in the restroom, too. Hmm. Uh, no. Meow. <sighs> We're at the urinals. You said, hey, man, nice watch. Come on, guys. I, what am I, I missing? Know what it means. I feel like I'm missing something. Andrew, do you get it? No. Me too. Uh, you, thanks. <laughs> I get it, Chris. Yeah. Thanks so much, Rachel. How is Rachel the only person that got that joke? <laughs> he, he, she's Come not. On. You've said this before. No, I didn't. Yeah, you have. No. <laughs> <laughs> this is fresh material. Yeah, I mean, let's hey. be honest here. Look, look thanks, the, Rachel. The last day of work before long breaks is just not really work, right? For anybody, right? really. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Well, like, unless, unless you're, unless like, you're like, in a hospital, yeah. 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 people yeah. who right. actually right. have to work. No, it's like, definitely like the, work. the real, like you know, police officers, firefighters, doctors, <laughs> nurses, the important people. Can you imagine being a, a doctor surgeon. or a nurse? Like, ah, I'm off tomorrow. <laughs> 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 <Yeah>. <laughs> surgery, but I'm off tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty checked My out. head's not in it today, guys. Sorry. <laughs> they'll, be, they'll be fine. Don't worry about it. Nothing to see here. Yeah. Yeah. But it is, it's weird. I mean, it's senioritis. You just get that vibe. Because I mean, like, I can't, uh, there are so many people not working. Like, the, oh, yeah. the stores are super crowded. Everything you're going to. My friends to, have been off for like two days already. Yeah. What's with that? I don't know. Because they, look, no need to get coffee at 530 in the morning. Let's get it at eight in the morning. And Yeah. Because at no a normal working. time. Yeah, and I'm like, well, I can't do eight in the morning. <laughs> can't do it. That's far too late. <laughs> I'm working. Amy Coffee to- at eight in the morning? I'll never sleep. <laughs> Amy today just learned what senioritis is. What? I Both thought it happen- was like senior moment. Yeah. Oh, no. It's yeah, I forgot like she that. didn't. I, I, I felt bad. I got kind of mad at her because we were in the <laughs> office. And I was like, uh, guys, I got some senioritis pretty bad today. And Amy goes, oh, my gosh. What is what is that? She's like, and I was like, oh, I forgot you didn't go to school. <laughs> you got to go to school to know learning. what it is. <laughs> Wait, yeah. When you were uh, in like high school, did mm-hmm. you say to people, I'm a junior? Well, what do yeah. you say? Well, that's actually a funny question because when you homeschool too, you can cater the work. So sometimes you'll do two grade levels above what you're, you should be doing. Maybe if you struggle in a subject, you can do a, a grade level below, but we were always doing, like I was always doing multiple grade levels, like in reading, right? You do it above. And again, every, every homeschooler does this and the mom will say before they go out, all right, everybody, you're in second grade, <laughs> you're in seventh grade. Once you're in high school, it's easy. But for younger kids, you really cater the work to their abilities. So if they can keep moving ahead, you hmm. move them on ahead. Are yep. you beholden to years? Like, are you expected to do 12 years of schooling, no matter no. how much can be no. fit into one time or whatever? Mm-mm. I had uh, several friends who graduated at 16. Hmm. Um, one girl graduated at 14, but that's an issue because you're just emotionally not ready a 14-year-old has nothing in common with an 18-year-old in college. Mm-hmm. So I think she started to go to college. And then they're like, yeah, this is not going to work. We're going to wait till you mature a little bit. So a lot of people graduated 16, 17. I was traditional. I mean, I was 18. We we did the, you know, the 12 years. And Do you have tutors or is it just? A- everybody does it differently. We didn't have tutors. So um, what if? Okay. But you can get a tutor. So um, when I homeschooled um, a kid before I had this job, his junior and senior year, I was with him every day, helped homeschool or homeschooled him. And because he was a junior and senior in high school and he was doing calculus, 
I mean, I can ask questions, but I can't teach calculus. So I brought in a tutor uh, once or twice a week for calculus. And then I also taught AP literature, honors writing in this little homeschool co-op. So if you're homeschooling and you want to get credits for like honors classes, you could say, okay, I'm homeschooling at home, but I'm going to meet with these other homeschoolers. We met at a church would, you know, open up a base, you know, it's a classrooms or sanctuary. And we would, I would teach there. So that way homeschool kids could get their credits. So everybody does it differently. You can be completely at home. You can take some classes in a co-op. I, I've never met a homeschool family that does it exactly like someone else. It's just very tailored. But there's apparently no senioritis. No senioritis. <laughs> no senioritis. <laughs> How yeah. long did that last for you guys, like, in high school? Like, like when, and when for me, it was, like, a month and a half almost, two months, because the two way Two months our, to go or two months uh, in? It was, like, it, but two months to go. Like, when, yeah. once we got to, like, April, we were all basically, like, we're done. Yeah, I mean, other than it, it, taking whatever, you know, your final exams, AP exams, like you're, you're just, you're mentally, you're just like not even worried about it. You're like, done, you know, most everything's set. You're going to college. Your GPA is not going to change much based on a month and a half, as long as you just pass your finals. And if you're taking AP exams, well, yeah, you got to do well on those to get the college credits. But the reality is the learning part's done. I know in some schools, I don't know if this was just certain private schools or public schools, the last semester for some seniors was very service oriented, kind of for the oh. same point that you mentioned yeah. that you, you're do, you're learning, but your GPA is not going to change. So some in school hours would be getting volunteering experience or work experience. I know some people who did that. I don't remember what I did. <laughs> no, I don't remember any of it. I know this. My senior year in college was a joke. Like I had college. Yeah, I had nothing like nothing. My second I had. 12 credits my last semester of college. One of them was a golf mm. class. Like, I was <laughs> literally playing golf. Because I I got hosed a little bit by my school because I needed one class to be in the fall of my senior year, and I would have graduated a semester early. So I only needed the one class. But to maintain full student, I had to take 12 credits. So I had, like, I had a weightlifting class. I had golf. And yeah. I can't remember what the other one was. I think it was another French class. But then there was my main broadcasting one. So, I mean, like, I lit- that whole semester, I was just like, I'm done. Dude, I took a walking class. <laughs> what? A walking in college? Class? Oh, yeah, PE. You know, you had gym class. Wait, in college? In college? No, no. Oh, I thought we were talking high school No, still. no, in college. Oh, okay. I was talking college. But in high school, yeah. I took walking. We, we, we just spent the hour walking. <laughs> oh, that's it. Yeah. That sounds yeah. awesome. So, that like, was it. Is that, is that what that is? Because I see that at the high school that's near me. My daughter's high school, and then you'll just see kids just walking around that the probably track. Is. So I, so that's that's I PE. I see that on the sidewalks. I'll see all these kids walking on the sidewalks near where I live, and I'm like, well, this is obviously a high school, and they're walking. <laughs> they're yeah. not running. It's not like cross country. I mean, they're just, just walking. walking. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. That seems kind of boring. Oh no, uh, walking. Well, no, it's great. You school, don't have to change right? out of your street clothes. You, you can don't just get walk. Too sweaty. I see. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I can. Great. I guess I can get the advantage. I mean. I'm just I'm a spaz sports dude. I'm like, let's go play basketball. Did you uh, did you guys have to like when I was in school, I was terrified going into junior high because, you know, you see shows and movies and like the kids are you have to go shower. Right. Like, use the, the community older, shower. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, I did not want to do that at all. And we didn't. Nobody did. Not in ju- in our, I went or to high a, school. No, junior high. My junior high was still attached to the elementary school and we hadn't we didn't have a gym. We didn't have anything. We had a because it, it was a little Catholic school. We yeah. had twenty kids in our class, and that was about the normal size class for every age. So I mean, you you basically just had a couple hundred <laughs> kids. And our gym was our gym okay. was the community like cafeteria area at the church. 
Like okay. that's it. That's all we had. We but had they, nothing like that. There's nowhere that makes. But in high, high school, school we kids had, do that. No, in high school we had to. So. You did? Yeah. If you we did gym class, if you didn't shower, they were gonna kick we your did, ass. We did not. Yeah. Nobody did. I mean, nobody stood there and like checked off whether or not. Like Dave tells that story where when he was in high school, there was a gym teacher down there making sure you did it, and they would check your name off the list. I bet that wasn't part of his we, job description. We he just enjoyed uh, the work. <laughs> we didn't do that, but if you came out smelly and sweaty, they would keep, they would get kicked really? out of class, and yeah, you'd have we, to go shower. Yeah. We did not. Nobody enforced that with us. Yeah, Andrew, do you have that? Uh, no, I never had to take uh, PE in high school. What? Yeah. Really? Yeah, they said I was too cool and uh, okay. fit <laughs> and muscular. They said there's no point. There's nothing we can teach this so We said, can't teach him. He's already uh, he's already a martial arts master on top of everything they else. They said you don't have to do PE, and you said, well, I guess I'm going to KFC. <laughs> Okay, well, uh, <laughs> ouch! I'll get you back. Oh, I'll get you oh, back yeah. for that one. Don't worry. Oh, yeah. um, you, you go to KFC every day, and now I'm supposed to be mm-hmm, the well, jerk. No, downstairs. You're not allowed to say it out loud. Oh, we talk about it all the time in here. No, not. I got in trouble for bringing it up. The KFC. I said, "Oh, you guys go to oh, KFC." Oh, Rachel got mad at you. That's right. I, it's it would be one thing if K, if Amy had ever been to KFC once in her life. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. The the point is, I that's don't like why it feels either. like a direct attack. Yeah, I was gonna say Amy's pretty violent about that. The point she is, really is. She's low key violent. I don't much care for either of you. Uh, anyway, I was in band, so I didn't have to do. Uh, oh, okay. PE. Well, yeah. We did more, you got more exercise in band than you did in PE anyway. Oh my gosh, here we go. Because you did uh, marching band. Shut your mouth. Do not. It's aggressive about how physical it is. It is. It's extremely physical. (laughs) You ever seen a trombone? (laughs) (laughs) You got the arms, the legs. How about a sousaphone? Those things are heavy. You don't even know how to play a sousaphone. Of course not. That's what Andrew played, right? What do you mean? Why would he know how to do it? Why are you coming after him for that? Yeah. Uh, I played the euphonium. Oh, sorry. The What? what? The euphonium. (laughs) <laughs> what is that? You got to be is really happy you... to play it. Oh, suddenly Amy doesn't know is that everything. Where you, uh, <laughs> is that where you like call people? What? Nothing is a bad joke. Use a phone. It's, it was a state of use a phone. You play yeah, the I am so happy what right is now happening? playing this. <laughs> I don't know. I'm gonna turn my mic. Amy is so happy. I don't know. So I gave an I gave an honest answer about what I played, and everybody was like, "Nerd, fake loser." <laughs> That's not even a real instrument. No, I mean, honestly, God, I don't think I've ever heard of it. Well, look it up. I uh, am. Is it a PH or an F? Uh, PH. Okay. That's what Amy got my joke. And Rachel got my first it's joke. Not f- well, I got Amy your got joke. It just wasn't one. funny. It was oh, pretty it was, funny. It was pretty good. I would just call Why? that. Why? Because it has, what, four letters in common with uh, between the two words? Between? Amy, Amy loves it because she could make it a pun. She I didn't, didn't hear the joke. Yeah. What was it? He said, do you have to be happy to play it? As and I said, it is a state euphoria. of euphoria. Oh, okay. <laughs> He's so proud of that one. She's like patting herself on the back. Boy, you guys really have checked out already. So what's the difference yeah. between this and like a trumpet? That's correct. Uh, not a trumpet. Uh, uh, the other curly one. French horn. Curly yeah. one. French yeah. horn. Oh, completely different. Okay. <laughs> no, they make different. I mean, just like any instrument. That's like saying, what's the difference between that and a clarinet? The f- they make different noises. The first. The, the first here, listen, let's play, let's play this game. So I Googled it and I put it up there. And the first thing that comes up is the Wikipedia entry. And there's a few photos. And then there's that section on Google where it says, people also ask, uh, is euphonium a baby tuba? Kind and of. is it? Is uh, it? Kind of. It's yeah. a baby tuba. Okay, cool. I Can, get, can I, you mimic the, the difference? Sound? Uh, it's like burp, 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 burp. Andrew, what made you decide on the euphonium? Um, I didn't really care that much for trumpet, which is what I was doing uh, initially, okay. and I didn't much care for any of the woodwinds. So we had need, 
of euphoniums mm -hmm. because they're sort of an in-between, right? So you've got the treble clef and you've got the bass clef. Treble clef is usually your sort of mid-range and higher instruments, and then bass clef uh, is for bass instruments like tuba, baritone sax. Uh, I think oboe might do... Uh, or bassoon, I rather. I got two oboes. Bassoon would do... Um, no. Anyway, bassoon I thought uh, does bass clef as well. Uh, euphonium is interesting because you can actually do either. You can read in the bass clef or the treble clef. <laughs> it straddles the line between those two. Okay. Well, people also ask, what do you call a euphonium player? Euphonist. Euphoniumist. Right. Euphoniumist or euphonist. Okay. I love that Kevin's like, you're right. <laughs> that thing you are, you know what it is. Well, he had a look at first what like he wasn't sure. Wow. You had a look like you weren't sure. Believe me, no one ever referred to me as a euphonist. <laughs> ask, a, ask a brain doctor. Do we have any? You know what you do? <laughs> right. Neurologist? Do yes, that's right. Good job, buddy. Do we have any euphonium that we, go, that we can go to break with? Uh, not in the next 10 seconds. <laughs> Go where you go. 1120 AM, 98.7 FM, KMOX.com. Tell you guys about foundation recovery systems. Every foundation, yours, the Great Pyramids, they're crumbling. It's like once we take a breath, we're dying, right? And so when you see the symptoms, which are pretty, you know, pretty easy to spot, uh, if you see any sort of puddling in your basement, if you see cracks in your walls, uh, in the basement or the attic, you see uh, bricks on the front of your house displaced. It's something. Now, you can call a mason, you can call a carpenter, you can call a plumber, and they'll be able to fix the problem, you know, spackle it over. You call Foundation Recovery Systems, we can not only fix all those problems, repair them, but we can tell you this is why it happened, this is when it happened, this is your next six months, this is your next six years. Plot it out for you, be very honest, cards face up on the table. If it's uh, really bad, we'll partner with you, we'll help you to finance it. Uh, but just like taxes and dental work, it doesn't do you any good to put it off, it's just going to be worse and more expensive if you wait six months or a couple of years. Good people, honest people, reach out to them at foundationrecoverysystems.com. If you owe the IRS, you have a legal issue. And you need the Lance Drury Law Firm. We'll protect your rights. Log on at LanceDruryLaw.com. Hey, have you finished your holiday shopping yet? No, I just cannot find anything for my sister-in-law. She's so picky, and I don't want to give her a gift card again. Doesn't she have a big Euro trip planned for next year? What about getting her a subscription to Rosetta Stone? I got one a month ago, and I've learned so much already. That's a great idea. Why did you pick Rosetta Stone? The app has this great feature that tells me how well I'm speaking each word compared to native speakers. I've never gotten feedback like this from any other app before. Plus, it's fun and has tons of bonus content to teach you about the culture so she can really feel ready for her trip. That sounds perfect. Is the monthly subscription expensive? They actually sell a lifetime subscription, so she'll get access to all 25 of their languages forever, and it's 50% off right now. You are a genius. Thank you. Of course. Visit rosettastone.com radio. Don't forget the subscription is 50% off right now, so hurry and get that deal. I'm Amy Mark Scores. And I'm Chris Ranji. Hey, Amy, what's our show about? Oh, gosh, uh, everything. News, uh, national, local. We care about the community here in St. Louis. We do. Are we smart? Oh, so smart. Are we funny? Hilarious. Well, mostly. Do we only talk news? No. Sports, entertainment. Life. It's all great stuff, and you should listen. Absolutely. The Chris and Amy Show. Weekday mornings beginning at 10 on Kingdom OX. 
Weeknights at 6, it's the Gray Bar Sports Open Line. Do welcome you in right here on KMOX. My name is Matt Pauley. Matt Pauley has everything sports from what's happening with your Cardinals. A lot of Cardinals baseball stuff, a lot to get into. To the sports news of the day. Let's talk a little St. Louis Blues hockey. Interviews and special guests. It's all waiting for you with Matt Pauley. It's all coming up. The Gray Bar Sports Open Line. Weeknights at 6 on KMOX. Facts. We'll do a couple of these and uh, see. All right. So, what do you guys know how long ago the first Christmas card was sent? It's a trick okay. question. It's okay. not really a trick question. It's just a long time ago. Yes, it's a trick question. It's this year. I was say zero AD. Uh, I'm going to say this sounds like an invention of the economic boom of the 40s or 50s, the real commercialization. The of 1940s or 50s America, yeah. like mm-hmm. the good old days. Yeah. Okay. I would say. 1930s. Okay. For some reason, I feel like it's 1915. 1915. Mm-hmm. Wow, that was very specific. I know. I'm going to go to the 1800s. Ooh. Good call. How far are you going back? I'll say 1880. I want to change wait, my answer. Wait. I want to change my answer. Wait, and so did you Amy. say in America? No. Oh, well, then I know they had them in Victorian era. 1510-1843-15-1843-15-1843-15-1843-15-1843-15-1843-15-1843-15-1843-15-1843-15-1843-15-1843-15-1843-15-1843-15-1843-15-1843-15-1843-15-1843-15-1843-15-1843-15-1843
Or no, was he already divorced? He was already he was divorced. divorced. Okay. He accidentally right. killed him. Um, what's the yeah, Rachel, Rachel was on that one. She goes, no, no. <laughs> I love no. Santa Claus. No misinformation guys, about Santa Claus movie. here. Do you guys have a worst Christmas song? Like one yes. you think is the worst? Oh, Christmas man. Shoes. Yes, Christmas the, shoes. Okay. That that's one doesn't one. count, though, because no one actually listens to that. That's right? a fair point. No but one, it's that, still that's terrible. Me, that's the, tr- the traditional bad one, but no one actually is like, you're not going to hear that on 1025. It's either The Grinch or Where Are You Christmas. Oh, see, a lot of people bag on the Paul McCartney one. That's a wonderful Christmas time. The Christmas wrapping is way worse than that. Oh, no. Christmas time and Hollis is the best. No, no, no. She, me, there's a rapping. song called Christmas Rapping. Yeah. Oh, and rapping. I thought you meant like rapping. It's like, rapping. it's the girls. Like, it's the waitresses or mm-hmm. something. Is that the name of the band? Yeah, I like that song too. No, you that's don't. Amy song. didn't know what. Amy didn't know the Run DMC song. Oh, it's so good. That one's great. Yeah, Christmas and Hollis is awesome. Do you guys like Silver Bells? Sure. Like you like that as a song? It's a filler. Mm-hmm. It's a filler. It's a filler. It's not one of your favorites, but right. it's just kind of like solid. Yeah. This is the hot take. You know what the original name of that song was? Of Silver Bells? Bells of Silver. Gold, Tink- gold Bells. Tinkle Bells. <laughs> <laughs> but the, but the, the composer's bells. wife made him change it. <laughs> <laughs> then he traded up. Oh <laughs> All right, coming up on 135 on DGS. Rachel, Andrew, Wheeler, Amy, Ranji, everybody here. Dave's not here. Dave's out till January 2nd. But, Rach, you just heard from Dave. He's out and about. I did. He was at the grocery store, and he met a nice man named Jim, and he wanted to give him a big shout-out on the air because hey, Jim. Jim listens religiously, apparently. So, Jim, uh, thank you so much for listening, and Merry Christmas. Smart man. Mm-hmm. Like that. Like <laughs> that. So we just saw the, the news breaking during the break. Uh, the Supreme Court rejected Jack Smith's request to fast-track the decision uh, or the the fast track the the decision on whether or not the presidential immunity is going to come into play in that particular case with Donald Trump. Um, I, I don't know. We are all of our reactions seem to be the same. Like, I don't know if it's good, bad, indifferent. It just means it's going to take longer. He's, they're not rejecting yeah. the case outright. They're just saying we're not going to let you skip the court of appeals first. We're not going to let you skip ahead to the end, essentially. Yeah. Um, the only thing I didn't like about it is they also, they didn't give an explanation for why they decided what they did. I thought that they kind of, I thought they had to, that's how dumb I am. I thought, well, if they make any decision, there's a little, a little right, right up. Like, uh, here's why we did this, which would be helpful. Cause I mean, I don't know if this is a smart thing, a good thing. If it's, if it's simply, Hey, look, we have a certain procedure that we're going to follow, and that's the way we're going to stay. I mean, if it's just that, just say that, and we're done. Yeah, I mean, I don't. I just saw it as well, so I don't know, you know, what their statement was made. I mean, it could be one sentence, like no, you know, because of the magnitude of this, we want to follow whatever procedure. Because they don't have to issue. It's not a decision, right? It's not a decision. It's not a ruling. Yeah, it's not a ruling. So. I don't know how much they have to explain when it comes to just saying we're not going to skip the normal processes. I still would like a why. And I don't care what it is. I mean, it's just a simple like, hey, we're going to follow so procedure. In, because this is one of those things that is hugely important. There should be a why. Yeah, even if it's yeah. a sentence. I, I mean, it doesn't have to be a full like. But we don't know that there wasn't. It, yeah, the story says the court did not oh, explain okay, its gotcha. reasoning and there were no noted dissents. And I don't even care about the dissents, but the the ruling itself would just be nice. I'm not mad about it. I don't want to, you know, go get the Supreme Court. Just like. It would be nice if there was a simple clarifying statement Mm -hmm. like, hey, we're not doing this because of this reason. The end. We don't need any more depth than that. Mm -hmm. But whatever. That's the deal. So it's not going to get fast tracked. I mean, it's a it's a big deal because of who is involved. But 
I don't think that it's of all the stuff happening right now. I don't think it's the biggest deal that it's not being fast tracked. No, the Colorado except Supreme it, it Court, delays the trial. Fa- yeah, that was a fast tracked case, the Colorado case, which was interesting because it was technically fast tracked, but it was a 213 page decision. It took two months, so it was weird because they took the fast track, but they didn't really go fast. They took, took their a, time, took time with but it, they yeah. didn't do. They didn't subpoena anyone. They didn't have an extra investigation. Uh, all of their evidence was pulled from January 6th video, which you could say that's sufficient. But that was kind of interesting because they fast-tracked it, but then didn't necessarily go fast. Well, I, I, in this case, it does make sense that they would want to get this done as quickly as possible just because there is an election coming up. Right. And right. all you're doing now is delaying the trial. So wouldn't you want to have this question answered before you get too far down the road? I would think for the good of the country, that's the way it should go. But I mean, the yeah. Supreme Court sees it otherwise. Well, and I mean, I don't know if it's like they're assuming why issue an opinion on this if we're going to have to issue an opinion on if you know Trump appeals and it, the Colorado case goes to the Supreme Court, which would make the opinion on this uh, not not irrelevant, but perhaps could help avoid some of the political ire, backlash, what have you. Maybe they're just picking their priorities because this this court knows this decision is going to be explosive. Yeah, hence my wish for some sentence or Meaning two the, explaining the Colorado, this is why we yeah. transparency. Right. right. Yeah. yeah. Just just be upfront about all of it. Um, I saw this story yesterday, and we're going to move off of that now because I don't I, I don't think we we know much more than what Christmas? we just saw. Yeah, well, that too, because I'm tired of talking about stupid, serious politics stuff. Um, this is a little bit on the more serious side, but it's not like not politics. Um, did you guys happen to catch um, the the uh, the CEO of Wayfair's message to his employees? Oh no! Did is you it happen bad? to catch this? I'll, I'll read it first. So it's oh, Naraj no. Shah. Just just to have this in the back of your mind, he's worth 1.6 billion dollars, right? This was his end of year message to the employees. He said, winning requires hard work, working long hours, being responsive, blending work and life is not anything to shy away from. There's not a lot of history of laziness being rewarded with success and says that basically they all need to prepare to work a lot longer hours next year. Merry Christmas. Yeah. What? What? <clears throat> this was his message was to a work Christmas harder message. next year? <laughs> like, no, like, like this is the, like, if you, if you want to be here. Long hours shouldn't be a deterrent to you. And Sacrificing your family time shouldn't yeah. be a deterrent to you. And I'm like, and and this idea about winning, right? So let me. Ask, the reason I wanted to bring this up is I want to hear what you guys all think about what does it mean to an employee to be winning? Because what it means to the CEO is you know more billions for him. It's better better payout on the stocks, right? It's more. It's that big high level stuff. But your priorities as the CEO are definitely not the same as mine. So we're all employees. What is winning to an employee as opposed to winning for a CEO who's a billionaire? I think our job's a little different. You do want to, I, I suppose you want to win against other shows sure, in your time sure, sure. slot. Because there is a competitive nature to that. But if I work for Wayfair, I don't give a crap. I don't care if, <laughs> I don't care if we're doing better than Amazon. Right, what do you because care about? Do I get a bonus? Do I get a bonus if we beat Amazon? Or right. if we, because they do basically the well, same like, thing, right? Why, yeah. why would I care 
if Wayfair wins, unless I'm getting a bonus for us winning? It just depends. It depends on the company. When I worked like retail, we had a really strong team spirit. We all put in extra hours. Are you guys trying to beat the other shoe stores? Trying to beat the other, yeah, running stores. You're like, we win. We did. And what'd you get? We would get cookie cake that said like, it sucks to be Chesterfield. (laughs) No, we made it. We made it. We would bring it. It would say it sucks to be Chesterfield or something like that because we were the Fenton store. Um, No, like sometimes you would get a bonus or whatever, but part of it was... If you had to be there working, it fostered a kind of like a team environment. And it was kind of fun and it was competitive. Like we laugh about it because it was fun. Um, if you're working in a corporate job, I think it depends on the company. If you have an if you're ESOP, right, have an employee stock ownership plan, winning does benefit well, you. But, the right, this is my, well. but there's the point. It's more than just the concept of winning. Right. This guy's trying to sell the concept of being a part of a winning team. But what you're talking about is the employee actually benefiting from that winning. Yeah, whether it's morale or financially. So I I don't know that winning for Wayfair employees is going to have the same small business team feeling or that it. I don't think Wayfair is ESOP that as far as I know. So I don't know what winning at Wayfair looks like. But I mean, it what's a win? It's going to be rough. If, again, we're putting ourselves not in, in this particular job. You are by definition, competing against other radio shows. And that is part of how you get job security is by winning more of those than you right. lose. So, yeah, that kind of def- – like a sports team, winning is how people keep their jobs. I'm not talking about those measurables. I'm talking about where winning just basically means making more money for the company, right? The company looks at that is the bottom line. So if you're at Wayfair, H, what's, what's winning to you? Um, I don't think I care about winning if I'm at Wayfair, period. Um, no, but what's a win for you? Like, how do you win? Like, what things could the company do that would be like, that's oh. going to motivate me? Because they're always like, guys, we're going to win. We're better than everybody. Yeah, they and could give me more money. It, or they, they yeah. could, um, yes. at, at Radio Shack, they used to do, if you won, if you, like, got the most sales for the day, they would do fill the fridge. And they would just okay. bring in a bunch of snacks and stuff. But it was like, no, money is better. So yeah. yep. do that. <laughs> I would also point to... Uh, I would say a win would be hiring more employees. Yeah, yes. that's a good so one. that you yes. don't have to do so that you're not that's doing exactly you're not, right. You're not doing the work of four people while you're there. Yeah. You're just doing it's the just, work of one. It's interesting how the closer we can get back to that, the more I think would be a win. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And it's interesting when you look at companies, bigger companies, and the bigger your company is, the harder it is. Right? It's just harder because it gets so big. Uh, but you definitely see how countries companies are run differently, and it doesn't always have to be an adversarial relationship between employees and management or employees Absolutely and bosses. Not. But you definitely see examples where it is and and the company uses employees knowing like, okay, well, they're going to want to, if we let them think they're going to get promoted, they'll work extra hard and then we can just bring someone else and make them think they're going to be promoted. Right. Um, and then there are other companies that really care. Yes. Um, and yeah, this is not. Find a company that it's cares. not a judgment about all companies. It's just the, these particular like rise and grind CEO dudes. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, you should all be ready to work seventy hours a week. Like, if you want more from me, I need more from you. Mm-hmm. And a win to me, as looking through, as I was thinking about this last night. Obviously, more money, better benefits, more freedom to do things, more vacation days, better hours. Like, that's a win to an employee. Right? Yeah, you got incentive. So ask, Give them something. Right. Don't ask me to do more unless I'm going. I mean, like I have a job to do. Like if I'm working at Wayfair, there's a job. Let's say I'm in I'm in procurement and I need to I need to go out and find the products that we're going to end up selling. Mm-hmm. I, I think there's a good point to. You know, I I have a motivation. I have a set of duties, and I and I should live up to those. 
And in my world, you maybe go a little further, too, because in the end, you do benefit sometimes from going a little further than you need to. But if you're sitting there telling me I need to expect to be on call when I'm at home and not at work or take fewer vacation days or work 10 more hours a week, you need to do something for me to make me do that. And I think some of that, too, looks at how you view work or what your work is, because Chris Rock has his famous skit about the difference between a job and a career, right? Right. right. Sometimes you are at a job or you're working a job, and, and sometimes that's exactly what you want because you've got life outside of the job. You want to work the hours, be compensated fairly, and then have a life. Sometimes with a career, you do have to go, especially at the beginning, over the top, right? Because you're working towards an ultimate goal. So between, it depends also on how you view your work as a job or a career. It also is one of the more comical things that those the the CEOs that talk like this or the, the, the motivational guys like, rise and grind, you can work 20 hours a day. Like, yeah, okay, great. I can do that. Maybe it benefits me, maybe not. But those particular people mm-hmm. would not do a damn thing they're not getting paid to do. Mm-hmm. That CEO would not do a damn thing for free for his That's company. That's correct. And yet he, they want you to be like, hey, family time, <laughs> I'll be on call 24-7. No worries, buddy. Like, no, no, that's not how it works. You want people to work. You pay them to do whatever it is you want them to do. Or as Andrew said, I think Andrew made the better point. Bring in someone else to do the extra. Yeah, support. I mean, you know, it, yeah, support is, is when when employees feel like they don't even have support, that's when you, that's one of the reasons that you might just kind of slack off because it's like if you're not gonna you're not gonna help me i feel defeated where's the morale there yeah uh hey let me take this a a a different direction if you are a company and i buy something from you Mm -hmm. and you send me an email that says hey review our product Mm -hmm. tell us how much you like it or don't like it i will totally do that for you if you give me something for it (laughs) Like a coupon like, or something. Yeah, you think yeah. you are like, oh, I'm gonna take. Let me set more. I I bought something from you. It's it. That's the end of the transaction. Quick, yeah. So now you want me to go further and do a review for you? How about you give me something ten percent off next time? Then I'll do it. What about a chance? Like you're a lottery. Fine chance for a hundred dollar gift okay. card. Yeah, yeah. Also, second question. Does something it, for my time. Does it matter if it's a small locally owned company that's trying to do better versus no. Starbucks? No. Really? No. I, for small companies, like I well, get it. And like, it could give you ten percent off. Right, ten percent small. Right, like a, a dollar off a coffee. Sure, like fine. five bucks, ten bucks, five percent, whatever. If you're only asking me to answer five, six questions or whatever, I, I mean that's fine. Even if it's like, hey, when you come in next time, we'll give you a cookie. You should yeah. put that at the bottom of the survey when they say any extra thoughts or comments. Say yes, give me something for taking this survey. I can that's tell correct. you this: if I get those, and they're not offering any kind of like even like some of them, like if you fill this out, there's a chance you could win a five hundred. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll maybe take that chance. I have never once done it without that possible deleted. incentive. It's just gone. Immediately deleted. Yeah. I get those every time you make an Amazon purchase. Would you please rate your Amazon purchase? Nope. No, no, I won't. You're Our transaction do, is over. Yeah. I gave you money. You sent me the thing. We're done. It's that simple. Right? Wrong? I don't think. Yeah. She doesn't love you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is a business transaction, man. <laughs> don't try at DGS on a Friday. Uh, happy holidays, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year to everybody in advance. If you're, I don't know, just driving around, getting out of the car or whatever, mm-hmm. I want you guys to hear that. Um, one last segment for the, uh, well, you guys are in parts of next week, Amy and Ron. This guy is, I am not. You're out all next week. Yes. Okay, and then Ron just parts of the week. and then Amy I'll... doesn't uh, care to work. 
Yeah, yeah. Next, she doesn't care to win. Next week, no. uh, these like two are gone. Rachel and Andrew are gone. Dave's gone. I'll be here two, Thursday, Friday. But I think like Hancock and Kelly have t- Tuesday and Wednesday, and then those guys will be with me on Thursday. So there's, I think next week they're sleeping here. I yeah, think yeah. Gonna bring I think they're tent. gonna. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No kidding. They're, 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 you know, they do like on, on various things. They do like takeovers, like radio station yeah. takeovers. They're taking over KMR. They're gonna play video games with Doritos and Mountain Dew. They're gonna be playing snooker. Oh yeah, they love Man, that. Sounds fun. <laughs> Um, on the work topic, Rach, you said you had a story about Gen Z. Oh, yeah. According to a news survey, uh, Gen Z really, really prefers to work alone. They don't like to collaborate much because they feel like it slows them down. Hmm. And that is because they've just grown up in an age where information was at your fingertips. So anything you needed, you could just easily go look up yourself. So that generation in general in a workplace feels like they're being kind of bogged down when they're asked to work on a team. Hmm. Hmm. And that it makes managers mad because, as we know, managers are like, everybody get together and do a group exercise. So <laughs> <laughs> why are you all laughing like yeah, that? We all, <laughs> none of You're not my family. That's I, how I'm responding to the company email. <laughs> I will say, like, look, if there are if you guys probably would. I mean, we've all been a part of all of these types of things. Like if there's actually something that requires three or four people to do like for the job whether it's um, a, a, a sales proposal for a huge multi-billion dollar deal and somebody's going to work on the technical side, another person's going to work on the numbers. Like, I, that working as a team is one thing, but, like, forcing it mm-hmm. as opposed to, like, no, 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 actually, you could do that at home on your own and it really doesn't change anything. I don't know why, but there's always this vibe that maybe it's just because it's more in view for bosses, supervisors, whatever, to see everybody in the same place at the same time and you know it more that it's getting done. I can feel that, though. I mean, I'm not anything close to Gen Z, but there are times where I've definitely had that where I'm like, you know, I could do this a lot faster just doing it myself. Yeah, it depends. It definitely depends on the project. As a kid, you know, like there you could do a group project. I never wanted to do that. Collaboration is good. Yeah, I feel like this is just a younger version of this could have this meeting could have been an email. Yeah. Yes, that's what it is. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, why are we getting yeah. together to meet when yeah. we could have just done this via mm-hmm. a quick message yeah i think that's a, i think that's a big thing you know it kind of goes back to the, a little bit of that wayfair thing but i do think that a lot of the bigger the, the biggest companies somehow some of that they kind of miss like what actually matters and how how you can actually get the attention of employees mm-hmm. right like you know most people just want to know what they need to do right just tell me what i need to do very clearly I, i'll get it done i'll try to do a great job most people still don't want quote unquote motivation it's kind of interesting there's a book called bill and dave and it's about bill hewitt and dave packard so like how hp was created and and really a lot of revolutionary uh work policies were created at hp they were the first ones decades ago to do flex time and they really focused on family and they found that employees were happier if they had more flexibility if the bosses trusted them more um for their independence and creativity so kind of cool at least that's how it started i don't know how hp is now but that's where flex time what's that book called bill and dave you know bill and ted were the first to uh time travel and bring abraham lincoln and genghis khan together and socrates and socrates and socrates you've seen that so many times amy Really? You guys like she surprises that, me every now I know because like it, the, people that are listening probably know a little bit of this, but every time we're talking about movies, and Andrew and I are often talking about movies in the office or whatever, and Amy walks in, I'm like, Amy, did you see? No, you didn't see this. You Rachel, seen have you seen Bill and Ted? Mm-hmm. What? Both of them? 
Uh, well, no, three. Not the, they're all three of them. I've only seen the first one, yeah. and it was a very long time ago. I didn't see the third one. Is it any good? It's all right. Yeah. It's a little just nostalgic. Yeah, it's just one of those throwbacks. Yep. If Bill and Ted still holds up, though. It's a good movie. Oh, I love it. Excellent adventure. Uh, one of them, uh, Bill, uh, lived in St. Louis for a while. Really? Yeah, in the Central West End. Because hmm. Ted was Keanu Reeves. That's correct. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. One of them is not like the other. That's correct. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey. 